Welcome to the Wednesday Word. This is part two of a two-part episode in our letters series here. Uh, this is part two of Letters from Boot Camp. I'm Julie Hart, Director of Connectional Ministries uh, at Desert Spring United Methodist Church, and pleased to have uh, the second week here as my guest, uh, my son, Louis Panazzo, who is serving uh, currently in the uh, Navy. Um, and about the time this episode airs, I think he's going to be out on deployment uh, somewhere in the China Sea. So uh, this is part two. If you missed part one, you can go back last week's episode uh, and uh, start from there or pick it up from here. These are just uh, letters from boot camp. Hope you enjoy. <clears throat> Day two, part one. <laughs> this is dated 18 June 2018. Sweet mama, I wish there was a way for me to write so you could understand just how much I love you, but even I can't find those words. I can still hear you singing come to the water as I fell asleep or stressed and cried. I can't imagine I had much to stress about. Regardless, you wrapped me up in your arms and gave me comfort. My comfort from you nowadays comes from reading about how and what you're doing, and taking moments to smile at our memories. We've got a lot. Your notes and friends, as I've found out, beautiful touch, are giving me the extra push I need to finish strong. I love you. Tonight, I'm feeling scandalous, sleeping barefoot. <laughs> Crazy, I know, it makes me feel closer to you. And tomorrow is going to be a beautiful day. 10 days left. God is with us all. He'll get me through this on time. I can't wait to hug and kiss you in a uniform I earned. Not to mention all the crazy stories I have for you. Do you remember when we went to the circus whenever it was in town? When was the first time I went to the circus? I love that and those memories. Short one tonight. Wake and bake at Rev. That means we're doing push-ups first thing before we shave. <laughs> I will see you very soon. Sending my love from here to there always. Future sailor, Vincent Louis Panazzo II. <laughs> I love it. So a few things to unpack there. Mm -hmm. One thing is um, the come to the water. That mm -hmm. was the uh, that was the song. I, instead of you know lullabies or whatever, when you were up in you know in the middle of the night often or crying and uh, that's that i would walk up and down and rock you uh, that was my comfort and, song. and that was a song that, that i would sing to you i'm not a singer yeah but you didn't know that you were a baby yeah, it, was, so it was a beautiful melody to special me special song special song you remember it um oh my gosh yeah i do like um jesus said come to the water, stand by my side. I know you are thirsty, you won't be denied. I felt every teardrop when in darkness you cried, and I long to remind you. That for those tears I died. Mm, I love it. And that is a song that still I sing when I am feeling anxious or confused. Really? Or it's still a song that, that I sing to myself. Like it, It's comfort. a better lullaby than some lullabies, I yeah, think. Yeah, you know? no, it really is. So I love that. Yeah. You you talk about uh, obviously the barefoot. I don't believe in shoes. It's, <laughs> it's been a hard I adjustment. I don't like feet prison we either. Don't, we don't like feet prison. You know, it, it's funny. Um, when I was a kid, I, I was never wearing shoes. You know, yeah. it, it could be the heat of summer in yeah. Vegas, and I would yeah. be out in the cul-de-sac playing yeah. with the kids barefoot. Yeah, I had hippie feet back then. Yeah, and since then, I have lost those because I have to they wear make you I, wear, I, I shoes. wear boots. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have I know. To wear, for sure. You know, thick steel-toed <laughs> yep. boots all day, every day. Sad. And my soles have gotten soft. And Sad. It, just <laughs> it happens. 
Um, and you talk about the circus. We come from a circus family we while do. you work well, on. You, uh, you worked the circus yeah, that we, that owned we owned. Circus. We had a circus, yeah. And so I thought that was cute. And you make one more reference, and that's about the friends because we had a lot of friends from all over that made posters and sent pictures. And I was, I was able to include in the letter people sending their love. So, yeah, I remember, um, opening that letter while I was there and, um, you had gotten people to take pictures holding Mm up, uh, inspirational, whatever, you know, Uh you you can do it. We miss you, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, in in glorious full color printing fashion, you, Mm -hmm. you, uh, push them all together and, that was a particularly thick uh, letter. I yeah, remember that. Sure. And um, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just one of those extra steps that you took um, to to make me remember where I came from, and you know that it was gonna be okay, and that I had people who loved me and supported me, and yeah. Um, and it was that effort that I think uh, really made me feel closer to you. Mm. You know, yeah, something we should do all the time, not just when people are boot camp, right? We should spend more time. We should definitely send in. I mean, letters and just like you know, intentional projects in general. I think we have lost the art of. Yeah, yeah, well, awesome. All right, so we're moving on to June twentieth. Mother, as I sit down to write this, I find myself looking at my watch, counting the seconds as they pass, each one a step closer to you. I'm realizing that this will be the last letter I send to you from boot camp. Last letter? Wait, am I in the wrong order here? No. Oh, I might have sent multiple. Oh, in one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And it's kind of surreal. On the topic of letters, you will never understand what you have done for me in my time here. Even on the days I can't get a chance to read them. Uh, uh, the Something, the envelope and realizing your address in the paper on the left corner brings me a smile. By the way, I can say confidently that this will be my last letter because I know I'll pass my physical. God has a plan. Speaking of God's plan, I asked you how I turned my life around. You asked me how I turned my life around. The short answer is the grace of God. The long answer is my higher power needs me and needed me to endure the struggles I did and knew that in my own time I would come home to be welcomed by open arms. My part was small. I felt a need for change and was willing to go to any length to get it. I offered myself to the care of God. He worked through me. I did the footwork, and now I carry a message of hope and unconditional love to those who hear it. God needs me, even if I'm only a very small part of the greater design. But it wasn't easy. As a matter of fact, chasing clarity of mind, the Spirit tested me more than in the past 48 days. The reward was much greater as well. God is good. Yeah. let's face it, Mama, this is tough for both of us. I know you have your own stress and anxiety at home, and it must be really hard not having either of your babies there. But we love each other enough to find one another in the little things. Lighting a candle, saying a prayer, saying I love you in unison, remembering a memory, all of those in our spiritual toolkit to help us together and strengthen our bond. Mom, it's almost over. Ask yourself, did it last as long as you thought it would? Because guess what? I'm going to see you soon. Technical notes. Most likely, my division will center will be center of stage, left for grads. If there's anything nearby I think you want to do, let's do it. Stuff most important to bring. Big book. Oh, your Bible. Jewelry. Side zip. Couple of tie-dye shirts. Phone charger. A book or two from my bag. All I can think of for now, but more to be announced. Oh, and um, oh, the glasses case with my AA chips. Mm. First thing I need is a cup of coffee. (laughs) I love how strong and supportive you've been through this transformation. You won't realize it's little Louie standing in front of you. Oh, yeah. Jesse calls me Louie now. I kind of like it. Eight more days. Anxiously yours, Louie. 
P.S. Paper rations over, but thank you and Heather for the supply. <laughs> okay, wow. Um, there is okay, that's a lot a happening here. I, I love a, a lot of what um, I said here. Yeah. Um, okay, so first thing. Yeah. Um, I I say here that I am counting the seconds until I see you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if I've ever told you this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, even the last time we recorded. <laughs> okay. Um, I had some motivators as I was running, mm-hmm. right? Um, and everybody who has run you know, for a specific purpose, I- I'm sure that they would agree that, you know, you, you have certain things that you dial into mm-hmm. that are beyond just your, your self-talk and your mantra. Okay. Right. And when my, my knees were screaming, and, and my back hurt and yeah. my lungs were on fire mm-hmm. and I just needed to keep running. Mm-hmm. I would tell myself, this is how you see mom. Uh, mm. Keep running. Run mm-hmm. home to mama. Mm. If you want to see her on time, this is what you got to do. Keep running to mom. Wow. And the rest of my family too, but you were the most oh, that's beautiful, consistent really. in that um, yeah. that motivation. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we also talk about, let's see, God's plan for me and how he needed me. Uh, my part was small and carrying the message of hope and love. And um, I mean, I, I learned that um, during my time in sobriety. And uh, on the back of this letter, when I say bring my my big book, that's mm-hmm. a that's my my AA, AA big book. book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um and then my my uh, glasses case with my AA chips for the the time that I had accrued, um, and my sponsor told me this this little nugget of wisdom, right, um, and it kind of ties into a conversation that we had yesterday when we went to uh, Ivan's. Um, my sponsor, his, uh, his name will remain anonymous, but I, I called him Hillbilly Buddha, um, mm-hmm. because he, he was this, this old redneck guy who, uh, you know, just had so much wisdom to impart. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, he told me this story about being a specialized tool about using my experience and, you know, the lessons that I had learned and, and how that had shaped me into a special tool. And the, mm-hmm. the metaphor that he made was there is, I can't remember exactly what car it is, um, but there is a car that requires a 22 plus torque wrench in order to, to do something on the engine, mm-hmm. right? And it was the first example of this particular um, tool needed. And I think it was like a Ford or a Chevy or something that like everybody would have had. Mm-hmm. And because this one car needed it, Every garage in the country mm-hmm. needed to have a 22 plus torque wrench, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that 22 plus was a specific tool designed for a specific job, mm-hmm. and that was me. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a a specific set of experiences mm-hmm. and you know lessons to share with others. Yeah, that designed me for one purpose. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I say it's a small part because, I mean, it, in my little corner of the world, it, mm-hmm. it might seem, you know, yeah. big or small. But, I mean, really helping one person is enough. Yeah, and that's right. And this is the whole, this is the body of Christ. Yeah, right? the, the hand not telling the mouth. Or yeah. The... yeah, it takes all of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Let's see. Um, we also talk about... Right, the stuff that I wanted. It's so cool to me that I'm, I'm thinking ahead, be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've got this in the bag. You know, let's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you your phone charger because they you don't get a cell phone at boot camp. You know. <laughs> no cell phones at boot camp. That is very <laughs> true. All right. Why don't you read the next one? Okay. It's the next day, I think. Right. Well, let's check. This one is, well, the one that I'm about to read is 21 June. This is 20. All right, so next day. Next day. 
God's blessing to me. Mm. Mom, this is it. It's 22.35, the night before final PFA. Oh, I remember this one. Mm -hmm. I hydrated, folded and stowed my clean laundry and read your five square notes with their accompanying scriptures. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Tomorrow night, I'll be writing celebrations to you. I'm confident, but not cocky. Prepared and aware. How I've been so blessed, I'll never understand. My father in heaven must have some powerful stuff in my future to flood my spirit with him so heavily. This is only the beginning, Mom. There is so much more in me to give to God. I will find it. I'm not sure if you know this, but I used to hate the word potential. Mm. Whenever someone told me I had so much of it, my mind finished their sentence with, so why are you wasting it? Well, guess what, Mom? Your son has infinite potential. I will do such amazing things. I may not enjoy every day. I may never see the full impact of my work. I may become tired and unmotivated as, at times. However, I will do so knowing that God needs me. Me. I am needed by God in some way. I love you and I send blessings your way. I will see you soon. Proudly yours. Readily yours. Lovingly yours. Mm. Seven more days. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, this is really interesting to hear you reading this right now because you're talking about potential and a word that you hated. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, you're now, you know, coming towards, you're coming towards, you have less than a year left of, of your time. Yep. And so now you're in a new place of like what's next. And yeah, so maybe you should read your own words once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these days I am feeling the pressure of the impending next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, and I know people are saying you have so much potential. I myself will say, you know, well, you're, so, you know, yeah. And, and like, I, I've been very fortunate to have, um, I mean, both my parents have instilled in me since I was, a wee lad that I could do whatever I wanted to do, that I had infinite potential, that literally anything I set my mind to, I could do. And like when I take a step back nowadays and like logically analyze whatever is, you know, worrying me, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I know that what I set my mind to, I do, I accomplish. Like I, and like these letters are, are just an example of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, nobody who knew me in my life before would have ex expected me to get through this. Right. And right. I, I decided, no, this is, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be a sailor. Yeah. And I set my mind to it and I did it. And I, I remember, um, like just feeling so prepared for that next day. Yeah. Like going yeah. to bed super late, just knowing, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it tomorrow. Well, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, I'm not getting these letters in real time. These mm -hmm. are not like, okay, he's got it. I, I'm home as you're writing these letters like, oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm, you know, knowing knowing that you have my crappy knees and joints and all that, that you're what you're dealing with there. And so, you know, by the time I get these, you know, you've already gone through it because, mm -hmm. it's again, it's not real time. And so, you know you every single letter is about god and this has surprised you as you reread the letters that you wrote yeah it really has the presence of god in your life and you know i i guess if i were to read my letters to you i, I think that those would probably be similar definitely yeah i have um I have all the letters that were sent to me from everybody in a mm -hmm. shoebox. Mm -hmm. And um I'm surprised they fit in a shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big shoebox. Mm -hmm. Um actually it was my my boot box oh, that, that my boots cool. came in from boot camp. Yeah, nice. Um that's sweet. And I, I've gone back maybe two or three times mm -hmm. in the past five years and I've I've read through all of them again. Yeah. And yeah, I mean a, a obviously there's a theme of, you know, you sending your encouragement and, yeah. um, you know, reaching out to others for, for their encouragement. Um, but beyond that, that we, we share this motif of, 
um, you know, leaning on God and yeah. um, feeling him empower us to, to carry on through yeah. whatever struggles are coming through us or yeah. at us. And Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so the, the next letter, um, I think that it's the 22nd, it's the next day. And I think you need to read this one too. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. So there's a superscript on this letter in the top right hand corner above the date. It says he bears the cross. So I don't have to, this is 22 June, 2018. Mom. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah. I did it. I passed final PFA. God is so, so good. How he chose me to receive these countless blessings, I will never understand. One word in my vocabulary can de- describe this Adbuta. Awe and wonder. Mm, we were just talking about Adbuta yesterday. Yeah, that's one of the Rasa boxes. Yeah. I am mm-hmm. overwhelmed by pride, humility, and love all at the same time. All that's left is for us to come together as a team and get through battle stations, and God has that covered, I'm sure. Mom, all the love and support you have given me has meant the world and more like you can ever understand. Thank you. I received letter number 10 tonight, and you, and you are hands down the best mother in the world. Even the BMW doesn't get to challenge open chain of command. Oh, best mother best of the mom world. Best mom <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah. Even the BMW doesn't get to challenge chain of command, though. I know it's been a long time, and I understand how hard it's been, but we are so close, and we both have been strong through this. Trust me, I'm tired of the hurry-up-and-wait game as well. As far as desserts go... Tomorrow is the first day I get to have some. They have cookies and ice cream every day and bring in puff pastries once in a while. So excited. Regarding your letters, you will never understand how much joy is brought to me by reading your daily routines and bad jokes and the same stuff. It's always just a little different, and it's always the kind of love I need to feel at the time. Sooner than you realize, I'll be in your arms. Six days. <laughs> your son, little Louie. Okay. So, first of all, I take issue with bad jokes. I think my jokes are good. I mean, They're you, such Mom, good jokes. I, I, you're a better comedian than you are a technical technician. Right. But my, I'm checking the lights still red. You know, we're, good. It's, we're, we're good. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, I'm not, I won't say it right. Ad Buta. Okay. And you mentioned the Rasa boxes. And I think that that's, it, it's cool that you included that because the Rasa boxes, um, kind of that's the way we communicated this language during a difficult season for you in high school. Can you talk about the Rasa boxes? And So I, I think we might have actually touched on this during... Uh, Did we before I deleted everything? Well, I, I think I that I, if I remember correctly, I mentioned the Rasa boxes in an okay. earlier letter that we actually recorded. Okay. But... I love it so much that it's worth going okay. over again, right? At Buddha is the rasa for awe and wonder, mm-hmm. right? The rasa boxes being the um, the training tool that is designed for theater mm-hmm. that taught me how to identify and process my own emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, this this beautiful way of I mean changing for anybody at home who. Um, has not had the absolute divine pleasure of experiencing the Rasa boxes. Essentially what's happening is you are changing your physicality and you're changing the way that you breathe to represent what they might be doing when you are feeling a certain emotion. And you can, I guess, sort of trick your body mm-hmm. into feeling that emotion mm-hmm. and, and into mm-hmm. evoking that those mm-hmm. chemicals in your brain that, you know, because what, what, what happens is, you know, when, when I'm curled up and, and I'm, I'm breathing shallow and shaky, my brain understands that, well, wait, this is what happens when I'm scared or sad. And, mm-hmm. and it, it'll, it'll flood those, those chemicals. And yeah. so anyway, it's this, um, it, it's this way that allowed me to, um, 
to become in- increasingly self-aware. Yeah. And to be able to identify what I was feeling. And um, and like you said, it did become a, a critical communication tool between you Friends. and I. Yeah. Um, I, I walked you I walked you through yeah. the uh, the Rasa boxes out back. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, and um, it was one of my deeper depressions, uh, which is something that I've battled for my entire young adult and adult life. Um, I couldn't tell you how I was. Mm-hmm. And, and I put on a great face mm-hmm. and, and nobody ever knew what was actually going on inside right. my head. Right. So I would, I would, at the end of the day, I would text you the Rasa that was most prevalent mm-hmm. throughout Your that day. Your emotion that you were feeling. Yeah, yeah. The one that was a cue for me to know, you know, yeah. Just to kind of gauge where I was and how to approach. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I think that, um, I think that that was critical for you and I mm-hmm. during that period of my life. Yeah. I think it's important lesson too, to just, you know, take the time to understand your own emotions and to sit in your emotions. And oh yeah, it's great that, you know, you're feeling that awe because mm. awe and wonder is not an everyday emotion. We don't, even though we're surrounded by things that we should always be in awe of it, just mm-hmm. but that we, when we stop and go, you know, notice the awesomeness. Um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I experienced that Buddha when I was like, when I was at Zion, yeah. You know, or yeah. or when I'm with the earth and to have that same feeling because I had overcome physical hurdles mm-hmm. and I was literally one step away from mm-hmm. from being done with this and being mm-hmm. with you and the family. Yeah. And you, so and you talk about battle stations like, oh, all I got to do is do the battle stations. That's like our last thing we do as a team. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I was on the Facebook with the moms whose kids were in boot camp and the group right before yours failed their battle stations yeah, and it, they could <laughs> not... See, their families had trips planned. They had hotel reservations, yeah. and they were like, Stuck. "No, you will not see your sailors." And I was—they weren't even sailors yet, right? right. <gasps> oh my gosh, <laughs> that can happen. That's a thing. That was—it's cool. very oh. rare. Usually, it did it, happen. Yeah, no, but, but usually the expectation is that when you reach that point, mm-hmm. um, you, you guys, your division is solid enough to to know. You know mm-hmm. how to get through this last thing. Yeah. Um, but like like you said, there's always a chance that it doesn't. You I know? yeah. But so we were we were confident. Division two six nine we <laughs> had in the bag. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so now we are on to the twenty third. Yo, mama. As if the final days of boot camp could get any better, today was Captain's Cup, which is a series of physical events that end with one division taking the cup and a flag. But there's another piece of the day. At the start of the event, each division performs an original chant for the chance to take home a trophy. Obviously, my camp counselor experience kicked in, and we kicked, I'm going to say butt hair. Can we do that? All right, we'll do that. We took third in overall event, but we won the chant. Plus, P.O. Bell said it was the most savage thing I've ever seen. It was so awesome. Oh, <laughs> the final test here is battle stations. Going in, I trust the men and women and around me and that have my back, and I'm confident in myself. I know God is with me. As everybody in the Navy apparently says, easy day. I don't know how much I talk about God in my letters, and I didn't really talk about many of these details here, but writing you has been an anchor in my soul. Making the time to put these words on paper has been immeasurably critical in my time here. I am very blessed to have a mother who will read them and many more to come. Basically, my next personal goal is not to get dropped again before graduation. I think or hope I can do that. Gotta run, shining boots in the morning, gonna get a head start. Five days left. Gratefully yours, me. So when I say I'm trying not to get dropped before graduation, yeah. uh, even after battle stations, like your RDCs have mm. the ability to, to, to PT you that is or weird. to ITU, which is intensive training. And um, I just so desperately wanted just to not get IT'd again. <laughs> Rude. Like, Please just, just let me get through this. Um, and you did not. No, but, but Captain's Cup was, yeah. um, oh, it was such a cool event. Um you know, all of the divisions that are graduating on the same day, they're in this, I mean, they have a mat, they have a couple really, really large, like working out structure facilities, right. Uh, with, with beautiful open space and they had set up different events. And, um, 
each division assigned different recruits to do different things. You know, there was like a, a sprint race and you know, there was a pull-up competition and push-ups and you got to do, you know, suicides and all of that. And um, so we, we took third overall for, um, for for the physical side. But what really matters... <laughs> it's the chant. <laughs> what really matters uh-huh. uh, was our chant. Okay. Um, so... I know it's the Navy, so is it? Can you share the chant? Because I know Navy I, talk I can, is I can a share little the chant. questionable. Um, sometimes. I, I also want to talk about the, uh, <laughs> the the rehearsal process, okay. right? Yeah, how does so, happen? So, um, so I I was assigned to take over the chant, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was I wasn't a rock, I wasn't RPOC at the time. I had no position. I was the road guard king because I was the tallest. So yeah, there um, you go. But be, because they knew, you know that I sang and they knew that I had some theater experience and some camp mm-hmm. experience, you know, that my, uh, my leading chief petty officer mm-hmm. assigned me to, to take over. Right. Cool. And the, the, the original chant that I wrote was, it was kind of weak. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit, right. Mm-hmm. I was super moto. Um, I, I was super like, you know, basically I, I took one of the cadences that we sang and, and just kind of moved the words around and it was weak. Right. Okay. Um, the whole point of the chant was to beat everybody else's chant so that you could perform for the the captain of the base. Cool. Okay. Cool. So, I pitch my idea and it kind of lands flat, rightfully so. Um, and then one night, you know, I'm, I'm I'm mulling it over and I'm like, man, what are we gonna do? You know, this is really important. You know, we got to perform for the captain. And then uh, one of the other guys in my division, Jones, uh, he pulls me to the side and he says, hey. Um, I, I wrote a little something. I, I don't know if it's going to work out. You know, and he shows me this piece of paper. And he's like, yeah, it's just motivated, <sighs> dedicated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Oh, this is it. So as we were rehearsing, uh, it was the one time that we were allowed to drop military bearing, right? Because you, you have to just be savage for yeah. this, right? The, the content of the chant was phenomenal. And um, I, I remember like, we had the whole division, both males and females, in the compartment, and we were practicing, and we were going through our choreography. And I'm like, "Hey, guys, choreography? You know, you, you, no, it was it was a whole production, <laughs> mom. You don't even understand, cool. right? And, and like, and people are kind of stiff at first, and like, and I get loose. And I'm like, "Come on, guys, this is the one chance we get to drop military barrier, and they're gonna accept it. Get into it, guys." Yeah. And so eventually, they all kind of warmed up to the idea, and like, we were we did some stomping and like, you know, very uh, chest like, pounding. Yeah, it, it was it was aggressive, <laughs> dude. And at the very end um we we were we were hopping up and down like just animals and uh we we started looking at the the division on our right and then we we slid and we we went forward and then we ended on our left because our brother div uh, division 270 was going to be on our left hand side Mm -hmm. and um and the captain was in front of us and the other division was to the right and um at the very end of it you know we're, we're going absolutely crazy we're like two to the chest two to the head disconnect your brain cells two to the chest two to the oh dude <laughs> and then and then we all drop to the ground and there's one guy standing in the middle he's holding his fist in the air wow uh, it does not end in jazz hands it was <laughs> <laughs> how sad <laughs> no so we uh so, so we we demolished the competition um that's and, awesome. And then the the CEO gave us a standing ovation. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, and then we had this trophy that we got to carry with us. Um, cool. So when we were at Chow, it was at the end of our table. Sweet. And as we were marching around, we were carrying it with us. Oh, and, and where does that go? That's just for that week thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, when, when, then when the next the captain comes okay. around, we give it back to them, and then they uh, uh, pass it on. So. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it was it was brutal. That's brutal. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they've been spending all this time getting all stiff and rigid and doing yeah, so. And like I we bet it was weird. It took them a second to warm up to it, but when they did, we nice. <laughs> I love it. Well, guess what? What's that? One last letter. Is this the last one? This is the one. <sighs> do you mind if I read this Please one? Do. Okay, cool. All right. Man, last one, two sides, Mm -hmm. dated 24 June 2018. Mom, well, this is it. The last holiday routine. My last time going to boot camp church. My last letter sent. My last weekend here. I'm so thankful to God for getting me this far. Mother, I'm a miracle. Walking in the flesh, living proof 
of God's glory and grace. But as I near the end, I can't help but reflect on the journey. Here are some of the most important tools I used to survive boot camp. Carry God with you every day, from reveille to taps, even if all you can pray for is for him to stop your tears. Lead by example, and don't be involved in publicly leading the division unless appointed a position of authority. Respect your divisional staff. Do not criticize them. Follow their orders. Remember who you are. Remind yourself why you're here. Write, write, write letters, poems, journal entries, etc. Know that you will doubt yourself, that second guesses will come. Lean on God. Push through it. Wait for it to pass. Don't fake injury or illness, but if you need to, go to medical. Find love, joy, and memories in the little things. Pray all day, every day. Listen closely, learn quickly, implement immediately. Think ahead, but do not act ahead. Realize not everyone will like you, nor will you like everyone else. Speak minimally. Develop trust through actions. Argue to come to a solution, not to have a pissing contest. Take everything seriously. You will change. Don't lose yourself. Ship, shipmates, self. Mom, you were my anchor in this stormy sea. You lifted my spirits when I was down. You flooded me with love. You pushed me to put my best foot forward every day. To think we could grow closer over a thousand miles apart baffles me. Mom, you are one of the biggest reasons I'm living the life I am now. You are one of the reasons I got sober, found God again, realized what I was capable of, and began this chapter of my life. Soon you'll see me in my dress whites, a sailor, a leader, a champion, your son. I could not have done this without you. Let me say that again. I could not have done this without you. Jesus said, come to the water, and I came. He knew I was thirsty for more. He did not deny me. He felt every teardrop I cried in the darkness a lifetime ago. He reminded me that it was for those tears he was crucified. For me. I love you, Mama. Four days. Your son. Proudly. A warrior. A servant. Yours. With my official signature at the bottom. Mm. Louis. Well, first of all, I, the advice. Mm-hmm. I think the that advice should be shared with anyone going into boot camp. Definitely. It, but I think go anyone going into an uncertain situation, into a new situation. You mean to kind yourself of like me? Even, you know, I mean, really, this is these are really these are this is it, that you took the time to reflect on this you know and to recognize what what got you through and to take the time to write it down to share with other people and and to share with yourself really mm-hmm. um i think is is really beautiful i think that um I could do a whole series of podcasts mm-hmm. just on the, the bullet points that I wrote here because right, right I, I, I mean, there's so much depth behind a lot of them yeah. um, that you know you, you don't really get on the surface. Um, but but stuff like um, you know remember who you are, remind yourself why you're here. Like it's so easy to just want to lose yourself and to mm-hmm. forget any like. So you have to you have to stay true to who you are. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about know that you will doubt yourself, that second guesses will come, and that and part of that same bullet point is lean on God, push through it, wait for it to pass. Yeah. Because, I mean, I am riddled with doubt, mm-hmm. have been, and mm-hmm. 
especially through this process. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I definitely had moments, especially when I was going through my ITB syndrome. You know, I was like, man, is, is my body going to keep up? Like, I'm, my spirit is willing, but like the, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and um, so you you have to you have to lean on God through that. Um, I say, don't fake injury or illness, but if you need to, go to medical. Yeah, they tell you. I, yeah, I almost didn't mm -hmm. for my ITB. Yeah, I had to have one of my petty officers like notice that I was limping and walking mm -hmm. funny. Like I, my right foot was walking at a 90 degree outward because my mm -hmm. knee just wouldn't. So mm -hmm. he was like, dude, go, go to medical. Mm -hmm. And I did. And mm -hmm. I needed to do that. Cause you were afraid so it would set you it. back. They make I you did. afraid that it will set you back. Yeah. Well, Being part of that fear is so that, you know, people don't malinger, mm -hmm. right. They don't yeah, want people sure. just going to medical to get time off. Right. Right. But, um, but yeah, there is this fear that if you actually get hurt, that you mm -hmm. are going to get rolled back. And it and does happen. It happens a bunch. I mean, it's a very physical thing. And, and a yeah. lot of people aren't physically prepared for, right. you know, the, the grueling experience mm -hmm. that boot camp is. I don't is. think anybody's quite prepared <laughs> well, for you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you have to go to mm -hmm. medical. That's really good. Um, uh, find love, joy, memories in the little things. I I might want to touch on one more, two more after that, but this is a really important one little things right this is a theme in my adult life appreciation of the little things mm -hmm. right um and this is um i guess it's kind of derivative of some meditation practices learning to appreciate the breath learning to appreciate the moment the sensation of clothes on your skin and being fully present in the moment right mm -hmm. um but more than just that like i was able to identify beautiful things in the smallest of details mm -hmm. i i heard beauty and life and god in the birds as we were marching silently mm -hmm. i saw life there was a singular tree in like this this little lake around where we would practice our marching mm -hmm. and i saw life in that one tree mm -hmm. and when it would rain i would feel connected like it, it's those little things and actually this uh this idea of appreciation for the little things um i put together a um, kind of a Bible study that I led on the ship that I'm on now cool. during one of our first underways. Wow. Um, it was a beautiful discussion. Um, and I just, I, I think that uh, something as simple as like, when's the last time, listeners, when's the last time you stopped and looked up and appreciated the clouds? Mm hmm well, yesterday for me, but that's because we were driving through Snow Canyon. But right? yeah, but that's not that's not normal. And, yeah. and, and when I when I am not intentional mm -hmm. about seeking beauty mm -hmm. in every little thing, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine how much beauty I overlook. Yeah, right. It's true. It's true. Think ahead, but don't act ahead. This is critically important for boot camp, and I also think for life. Right. For life. You know, you you want to you want to plan, and you want to yeah. you know imagine the next steps that are coming, Be but you, you, you don't want to, you know, to, to perform an action before the process is ready mm -hmm. for that action to be taken. Yeah. Um, that's, that's hard. And then ship, shipmate self. Uh, that's the last piece of advice that I'll talk about. Um, this is a, um, this is an ism of the Navy. Yeah. Ship, shipmate self. Mm -hmm. And, um, Basically, what it boils down to is when you are part of a crew on a ship, the ship is the most important part, mm -hmm. right? So you need to put the needs of the ship before anything else. Right. You need to make sure that maintenance is accomplished. You need to make sure that preservation is done. I mean, this is your home, and mm -hmm. it is a war vessel, mm -hmm. and it needs to be prepared for anything, and it needs to be prepared to keep the sailors safe yeah. and healthy, mm -hmm. right? So the ship comes first, and then come your shipmates. You need to make sure that um, that you are uplifting mm -hmm. everybody else, that you are, are are providing what anybody else needs, and that in turn they will reciprocate, and um, it creates this network of mutual trust and understanding. Mm -hmm. And then you take care of yourself. Yep. And actually, um, in the original phrase "ship ship made self," this implies that you that your needs are below anything else, right? And that's not correct. Um, Lieutenant Martzall, um, he actually just recently left the ship. He was our EMO, our mm -hmm. electronics maintenance officer. Mm -hmm. um, he, he's off to bigger and better things. He is, he is my all-time favorite officer I've ever worked with. Mm. 
he's a Mustang, which means he used to be enlisted and then he went officer mm-hmm. and um, just charismatic and wise and intel- smart as a whip, this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't take no nonsense from anybody, has our backs, like just the, the epitome of what a good leader is. Mm-hmm. And when I first checked on board, one of the first conversations he had with me is, hey, that ship, ship made self thing, it's missing a step. It's self, ship, ship made self. You need to take care of yourself because if you don't, you won't be able to support the ship. You mm-hmm. won't be able to support the shipmates. Right. That's right. not saying put your needs above those yeah. of the ship or the shipmates. Right. But clean house before you try and help anybody else. Right. It's. It, I love that. I love that he t- he said that because you can. Yet yeah, you're right. If you if all you're doing is pouring out and you're an empty vessel, I mean, at some point you you've got nothing to pour. Especially somebody like me. I mean, I'm, right. I'm an enneagram too, yeah. and I I will give and give and give and give yeah. until I completely burn out. Yeah. So I needed that gentle reminder. Hey, take care yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Ship ship itself. Yeah. Um. It's wonderful. Yeah. I, lo- I love that. I wrote a devotion on that ship, ship made self. So now I need to go back and say, wait a minute, start with yourself. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, in closing, I just, you end your final letter from boot camp and it, it goes back to God for you. You know, it started and ended that way. That's where it was and recognizing that. And, um, you know, that's, that's what got you through and yeah. that's what gets a lot of people through but sometimes we don't recognize it and just that you were able to feel that and recognize that and share that um mm-hmm. you know that um you know god jesus said made the sacrifices mm-hmm. so you could be there and um just how beautiful that is that so it as you read these and as we read through these, and this is the first time, you know, well, this is the second time for some of these. Well, since yeah, you know, details, details. Um, you know, I hope that this is a reminder to your own sweet soul about what you're capable of and about, you know, how God is with you yeah. and how loved that you are. You, you express so much feeling loved in here. And so much gratitude and so much recognition for God and beauty and awe. And um, even though you're not in boot camp, it's all, that's all still here. That's all a part of your world. You know, it's, um, it was almost easier when I was in the, the mud of boot camp to feel that. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I needed something to hold on to. Right. And it's easy now that I'm out uh, to get distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of doom scrolling on TikTok for six, seven hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and this process going through reading these letters, the ones that I sent you for the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's been amazing for me. Mm-hmm. Me too. I mean, the, that process started and ended with God and with you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um. It's more than a gentle reminder that um, I got to stay in touch with my roots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that the the timing is serendipitous because I'm, you know, (laughs) here I am in in an uncertain Mm -hmm. age in my life, Mm -hmm. knowing that this chapter that I was sure about is coming to a close. Yeah. Wondering what is going to come next Mm -hmm. and feeling lost. And I mean, my answer for that feeling of insecurity is <laughs> it's written out plainly here. I had it while I was there and I, yeah. I needed to remember that. Just a reminder. It's all inside of you. Yeah. yeah. I want to thank you for taking the time to, you know, to do this and to spend this time. It's, I cherish this. I, I cherish, I cherish these letters, you mm-hmm. know, and this time to, you know, be able to discuss them and, um, you know, to listeners, I think, what what letters do you have saved? Because if you have saved them in your shoebox or in your trunk or whatever it is, um, you know, revisit them because you saved them for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also come share them, right? Please. I yeah. mean, yeah, I think um, it's just really great that you have that you have these. So this has been an important process for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that 
we collectively undervalue words that were once written. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this this is a uh, this is a nudge to the listeners. Yeah, go fish those letters out, and maybe write a few too. Yeah. Um, can I ask you to close us in prayer? This is usually where I would pray, but I would be honored. Wonderful. Okay. Please be in an attitude of prayer. Hey, God. How are you? It's, uh, it's really nice to feel you here in this moment. It's, um, it's, it's beautiful to remember and to do so with the most perfect mother I could have asked for. Thank you for giving me the foresight to document just how important you are to me. And thank you for the opportunity to go back and remember. Father, words are beautiful. The little things are beautiful and often overlooked. And I pray that you would remind me and us of how powerful the little things can be. Father, I would ask that you you open us up to remembrance and to assuredness in you and that you would help us to feel comforted as I once did, that you are pushing us through every moment of every day. Father, I'm deeply appreciative of my mother and the support and you that carried me through my crucible. Help me remember it. We love you, we love you, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sweet Louie. I love you. I love you.